Oh, man. All right. All right. So let's move on to the next matchup. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Falls count anywhere match. Uh, let me ask you a question. Do you still care about this match? <laughs> honestly. Honestly, I do. I do. You do? I do. Because He's- because of The Miz and and I'm digging, I got to be honest, I'm digging the Shane Hill character a little bit. Uh, yes. Especially, uh, he had me cracking up with the whole Greg uh, announcing, and then when Greg jumped the gun, he was like, oh, "Greg, I, I don't yeah. need you. That's okay." <laughs> 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 he was getting ready. He was getting ready to announce Best of the World again, but uh, I think that's that. I, that that helps me stay invested in the story, man. And yeah, I'm still invested. You know, Miz gave another passionate promo of the reasons why why he's the best version of of the Miz now, and he was basically stating facts like yeah he's a family man you know so he has to evolve his character so he can't go back to what he was before i don't think it it wouldn't have worked especially when he got this whole reality show going now so he's basically put himself out there but uh i have i have shane going over though okay okay i have shane going over hmm now why so well, go, going back to WWE Logic too, like you know, obviously Miz won the handicap. Was it three on one? Yeah, sanity. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting to. The, get we to had that. a sanity sighting at least, but still. Oh my god! Okay, so how do Miz win that match? Explain right, to me about that. You're, 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 you're. you're yeah. <laughs> I wanted to try to turn this all into positive, but here we go. So <laughs> this is why I asked you if you still care about the match, because I feel like they've taken me out of it with how they're booking the Miz. So the the first thing that they did was they had uh, Shane come out with, because the Miz's promos I've loved. I, I think the Miz's promos have been great. Yeah. I love, we say on the mic, he's speaking with passion. He's talking about his father and don't put your hands on my father. I get it, and I, I I appreciate that, and that's really all I need. But to have Shane came out with security, and then he had the the B the uh, wrestlers on the the SmackDown roster, and and uh, Shelton Benjamin was there, and Miz proceeds to tear through all of security and yeah. the wrestlers. And I just didn't believe. It. I didn't believe that. Either. I thought like, oh, he's about to get his ass whooped. That's what I thought. That's what I- and, and I thought he was going to get his ass whipped with sanity too. And exactly, evidently that didn't happen. He was he destroyed all and of he that. Won. He and won. he won. <laughs> what? The Miz? Really? Is Miz? Is he? What? Where is this coming from? Is he John Cena now? Is he Brock Lesnar now? This is OP now, man. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> he just can't be beat. Three sanity. All three of them. I mean, again, the 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 first one was he tore through all security, and it's funny too because it took him a while to get through security. Like he was struggling. I thought, okay, the way this this is gonna happen, like you said, is he's gonna maybe get through security, but then he'll be a little bit worn out. And then when we get to sanity and the rest of the locker room, they're gonna do the beatdown. And then Shane comes in, and Shane like does his move, does a move to him or something, and stands over him. That would have made more sense to help build it up. But you had Miz actually beat all of them down, 
throwing people around like again like he's some like super heavyweight or whatever just like like braun Strowman would for instance just throwing away on security and throwing around the the b wrestlers and sanity comes up which is a team that a, a three-man tag team that was supposed to, and nxt was a, a scary tag team intimidating tag team huh. and you you have him go through all of them they look, they look like a bunch of goofballs man they did a bunch of goofballs, bro. It's three on one. Come on, this, this three on one handicap up. match. Falls yeah, and count anywhere. Handicap match falls count anywhere, and Sanity can't figure out a way. To <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, no. They just that's it. That's the end of Sanity right there. You can't you can't show me Sanity against anybody. I won't believe it because now you're telling me that they can't. They couldn't figure out a way to beat the Miz in a falls count anywhere. Everything, like no rules. They could have used weapons, everything. And they couldn't beat The Miz by himself. You can kiss those SmackDown tag team titles goodbye. That has never happened. They'll never become tag team champions. Sanity, no. I see you guys on main event. Yes, they're the Ascension now. They basically (laughs) turned them into on the same level as as the Ascension. It's, It's just terrible. It was laughable. And that's where I'm like, I just... I, they they they've lost me with that. Like I, I, the only way that I can get reinvested into this matchup is to kind of ignore what's been happening from that standpoint and just look at Miz's promos. Which I want to root for the Miz, I do, but they're 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 making me actually want to root against him because there's some illogical situations that he's winning. I'm like, I just no, he should not have been. And even and, it makes and, no sense for him to lose to Shane now because of what he's done to all these other people. And honestly, no, that's no. what I've done though. I, I've just ignore that. It it, yeah, <laughs> I had to ignore yeah, I that. Can't. I can't. It, it happened. It, it, I saw it. It's ingrained in my mind. And yeah, because I'm trying to root for the Miz. That's why. Because <laughs> I really like the Miz. I, I really do, and I'm rooting for the Miz. That's why I was like, all right, I'll do it for the Miz. I will ignore this absurd, non-logical. Killian <laughs> Dane on his own could have been able to beat the Miz. Yes, by himself. Killian Dane should have been able to beat The Miz. And the three of them together, just, they were the three Stooges. They just could not, they were bumbling. They just couldn't figure yeah. it out. Like, nah, man. Nah. Oh, that, I just bumped into you. Oh, you just bumped into me. Yeah, like, <laughs> what, what is happening? Nah, I can't even, no, no, no. Yeah, so they, they, they've, they uh, and again, you, what you were doing right now in terms of just kind of forget that and just think of the feud on its own, Without that, I mean, that's the way to do it if you if you really want to enjoy the matchup and enjoy the feud. But that's the reason why I am still invested. Uh, but given everything that we've seen, my prediction actually is the Miz because with the logic that they're setting up, you just create you like you said, Miz is OP. Shane McMahon should do nothing to the Miz the way that he's been built up. <laughs> just throw Shane McMahon around the arena, be done with it, hit him just totally just destroy Shane the way it happened because now if if so you're trying to tell me that Shane is is going to be able to do what Sanity couldn't do <laughs> you know like come on it was this three of too yeah so because now you've established the best of the Miz is better than all three members yes. of Sanity so yeah. Shane McMahon should not be able to hang with they that they did not it, tell it, their story well at all no no so I uh, so I would have been like, so how Shane's gonna beat Miz? He can't. He can't. He can't. Not this Miz. Nah. This Miz right here that we're seeing is unstoppable. His next stop needs to be going after the WWE Championship <laughs> and just 
just win that and be done with it. Like, oh man, with yeah, I just oh yeah, it it, it was bad. It was just bad booking, bad about a bad idea. Just keep it to the the story, you know, with his father, you know, and and, and just have an emotional storyline. Yeah, all the security guards that. and wrestlers didn't need to get yeah. involved. Yeah, that was just yeah, that was just too much. You just could have kept it simple. Sometimes simple is better. Exactly. Can go exactly. a lot further. Yeah. Like if Shane wins at this point, I would feel like he needs help. He needs it because, and he's a heel. Yeah. So he be underhanded and get the locker room maybe to intervene in the match and, you know, one up the Miz that way. It's going to take something like that. He can't beat Miz clean. That that can't happen. Yeah. So I'm he's pretty sure he'll do something absurd too because it's fall count anywhere. I don't know what exactly. the hell he's going to jump off of. Off of something ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, there's no rules, so technically, any any win is a clean win, technically, because there's there's no yeah. rules. But yeah. um, you know, I, I just I can't see the Shane just on his own one on one beating the Miz, even though all bets are off. Like he needs to do something ridiculous in order to beat the Miz. Because um, yeah, this is this is Super Miz right now, man. I don't know. <laughs> Super Miz. This is. Seriously, oh, Gee. yep, yep. So I, I'm picking the Miz because again, this is the way they booked him. The way they booked him, he's just he's OP, he's OP, and he shouldn't be beat. <laughs> better than all three of sanity. He's just if, if he's better than all three of sanity, you better beat Shane McMahon. That's that's oh, what you, man, you go with that sound logic. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh man, and I'm probably wrong. You're probably right. Is the sad part. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It it's is because they they it. With the booking, you're right that it makes sense for Shane to go over with the way that they've done the. But then the logic of Miz beating Sanity doesn't. If if you just take that on its own, Miz shouldn't be beat by almost anybody, especially not Shane. But the way the WWE books things, yeah, I, I could see why you would pick why you would pick Shane. Yeah. I could, see. Um, but I, I'm. I guess I'm hoping. I, I can't erase what, what I've been seeing, and I guess I'm hoping that – I don't even know because even, I don't think there's a win here. Like, if he beats Shane, cool. Like, I don't care. You already showed me you're way better than him because of what you've been doing these past couple of weeks. So, I don't even know what I'm rooting for right now. Like, for if Shane if, – if The Miz wins, it's not okay. Are you looking, looking forward towards – for this match? Not No, not really. <laughs> it's taking me out of it. They've taken me out of it because it just seems like it should be a foregone conclusion that Miz wins, given how he's just destroyed everybody. Especially, he took Sanity three on one, false count anywhere. He just beat Sanity. Like, no, you it, Shane shouldn't beat you. And if he does, I'm rolling my eyes and I'm just like, yeah. oh, I, that now that caught me off guard because I thought when it was three on one handicap, I'm like, oh, it's a squash, probably like in. Five minutes. This is yeah, but this is it, it kept on going. We just getting commercial breaks out of this. All of a sudden, we're in the back area. <laughs> oh my god! It is just destroying sanity right now. Beast. He's a monster. Apparently, <laughs> now you know he's the new monster among men. Now, sorry, Braun. Like this, this is it's Miz. Oh, Family man, yep. Miz. Watch out. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move on from that one. So next one on the list is the no-holds-barred match. 
Triple H versus Batista. Uh, if Triple H loses, he loses his career. He is done with his in-ring uh, career, I should say, just to clarify that. And Batista's already announced that this is going to be his last match. So no matter what, uh, well, if we're to believe him, that this would be Batista's last match. Um, but, yeah, he's he's hell-bent on ending Triple H's career. So, yeah, we 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 talked a little bit about this one, too. Um, where do you stand with this matchup, and what's your prediction? All right, so... I'm I'm slightly reinvested back in this match just because Batista just kept it simple. Came out there, and that was kind of like old school, like Batista, like spotlight Batista. Yeah, pointing to the pointing to the, the uh, to the video. He didn't say he didn't say a word. He just pointed. Yeah, <laughs> smart, it was smart. smart. And then he just said, "Triple H, kiss my ass," and that, that was, was it. it. I was my like, God. "Okay, bravo." Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. That's the best part of this this feud from Batista's standpoint is when he kept it simple with the do I have your attention now and kiss my ass. Those two lines right there. Really, if you again, if you could separate out the give me what I want and the lame uh, office uh, interview he had with Michael Cole, you take those two out and you look at those two, the beginning and the end. That's really all we would have needed. But for me, it's hard to 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 forget those things. So I, it's like I, the I middle part I, was I, bad. That's why the middle of this girl oh got the, the beginning was awesome, the end was awesome. That middle, that's woo. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was all right. It was hard to watch, man. It was hard to it was watch. Cringe, very cringe work. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, just to give me what I want is a joke now. It's a meme now. I mean, gosh, it just it's sad. It's sad that that's, that it took that turn. But you know. Here we go. We have the match. Um, Prediction-wise, um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, how many times I feel like he used to beat him? Three times? Man, I, I lost count, to be honest with you. I, I can four. think of for sure. It was that there was the WrestleMania match, and then there was the Hell in a Cell. Uh, Those are the two. Uh, I- was it? Was it WrestleMania 21? Yep. Uh, was it Hell in a Cell? Hell in a Cell, yep. I'm trying to. Not it's not Judgment Day. I feel like there was one other match, but I just don't remember it. Yeah, I don't remember, like it wasn't as memorable. But the Hell in a Cell, I remember in that WrestleMania match, yeah, right. I definitely. And he got his ass whooped. Yeah. Oh my God, he was that was, but that was fun to watch. Though. Yeah. My goodness, because it, it felt like that's the way it should be, especially with the build up, especially how scared Triple H, like he was trying to avoid Batista. Throughout that that buildup, and then Batista picked him, and it was like, it just it, it was just great. It was great, and Batista just had it. He just owned him the entire matchup. Um, just yeah, that was great. And even that Hell in a Cell. I mean, Triple H did a little bit more in that Hell in a Cell, yeah, but, but still, Batista feels the same. Boy, <laughs> man, that was that was that was a fun time. Yeah. That was a that, and that's that's the big Batista. That's when he was like three. He had to be 350 at the time. Yeah, he was huge. Yeah. He was huge. And he was swole just from... Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Prediction-wise, I'm, I'm looking at it. I feel like I don't want Triple H to ever beat Batista. I feel like just, just us talking about that right now, it just seems wrong that 
just because he had never beaten him before that he's going to beat him now. It feels like they should that that Batista, especially his return match, I mean, which would probably be his last match, that that should just be the way that their rivalry was. That Batista should just go down as a dude that Triple H just couldn't beat because that's really how it should go because Batista is the animal. Like, he's just that vicious. So that's what, like, on one side, that's what I'm thinking. But then you look at it from Triple H's perspective. Do I really believe that this is going to be Triple H's last match in the WWE as an in-ring competitor? No. Nah. I don't think no. that. I'm not buying that for one he, lo- he loves money too much. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably, that Saudi money, he's going to be there yeah. wrestling or whatever with Shawn Michaels. That's going to happen. So, yeah. I mean, and to be honest with you, I don't know that I buy that this is Batista's last match either. To be to be perfect, uh, yeah, honest. I don't buy that either, man. I think he because he always said if he's gonna come back, he's gonna come back. It wasn't gonna be like no one off match, right? So, you know what? I I think Triple H is gonna win the matchup, and I'm, I'm what I'm maybe hoping, maybe more than than knowing that this is gonna happen. But what I hope for is that this starts another run for Batista. That the loss to Triple H triggers something to where he's saying. Well, you know, he has unfinished business and he stays on and continues on in the WWE and just like, you know, goes after Hunter again. Yeah. There um, we go. Here we go. We got a feud and we got we got him back in as an in-ring yeah. competitor. I think that's the um, best way to bring Batista back into the fold. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's I think that just is the the logical end to all of this would be would be uh, Triple H going over. So that's that's what I'm going to predict. OK. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Triple H as well. Yeah, I don't think Batista's. Yep. I, I I got Triple H. I think it's just how WWE do their rivalries. I don't think anyone has like just a straight up one up on anybody. Yeah. Well, except for now, I think about it. But that's but that's two factions though, so not just one on one. Yeah. I, I yeah even The Rock. He finally got his win on Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Yeah, yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. They usually don't let that. I mean, I mean, look at even with Triple H, Undertaker. They just ended that. Yeah. You know, never beaten Undertaker in a one-on-one match. I think they had said, and yeah, then he they gave him the win there too. Um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels hadn't fought. I don't know if they had never wrestled the Brothers of Destruction or if there was some other stat there, but. You know, they beat them as well. They beat them again. So, um, you know, I, I think, yeah, they just, they end Hunter's on, you know, winless streak against Batista with this one. And with the story, it makes sense. Batista beat down Ric Flair. So as revenge for Ric Flair with that emotional side of it and with uh, Triple H's career on the line, that could serve as motivation for yeah. why and Triple H digs deep and refuses to lose to Batista yep. on this one. So it makes sense, and then again, it keep it makes it gives Batista motivation to stick around. So yeah, it, it makes sense. Yep. Triple H, Triple H going on. Plus, Triple sense. H, man, he's been having a horrible record this last few WrestleManias. So I think he's over. Two oh yeah, win. <laughs> he usually is the one putting people over, which makes yeah, sense. For yeah, yeah, well, good for him. Yeah, good for him. yeah. And to get this win, you know, in, in a long time, all right. Triple H, yeah, he does not win at these WrestleManias. Yeah. He just doesn't. But if you're going to do it, so, you can do it with a part-time wrestler with Batista. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Get, a, get a dub on that one. 
That makes sense. Did he beat Brock Lesnar at, at WrestleMania? Who? Triple H. I'm trying to think back because Triple H did beat Brock. One-on-one. Triple H. That might not have been a WrestleMania, but I'm ch- trying to remember when when Triple H went against Brock and beat him. Is that SummerSlam? That might have been SummerSlam. That might have been SummerSlam. Uh, SummerSlam, uh, how many years ago was that? Seven years ago. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No disqualification match. And Triple H won yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, hmm, did he beat Brock at WrestleMania? But no, nah, they, nah, they, they, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. So, yeah, just trying to remember back to that because that would have been crazy if he'd have been beating Brock Lesnar with everything that Brock is doing right now for him to be one of the only guys to have beaten Brock at, at WrestleMania. Uh, but nope. Not so lucky, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We're getting down to it. We're getting to the final couple of matches. Um, if you want to call it a triple main event, we know what the true true main event is of this WrestleMania, but they're going to probably tout all three of these matches, and maybe even that Triple H-Batista match as a main event type of matchup. So yeah. um, the three main championship matches, the first of them we're going to go with is the Universal Championship matchup. The defending champ, Brock Lesnar, versus Seth freaking Rollins. Ooh, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. Who do you have? What do you think of the build so far, and who do you have taking the win? This build sucks, and I got Brock going over. Oh, (laughs) man. Yeah. Wow. Uh, It's... I, I'm, I'm re- I don't know if I'm reading. I don't know if I'm reading in the lines too much, but Brock is going oh, over, man. It's there. I think that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna keep the title on Brock. Uh, I why, why, why though? Why, why, like what? You know, why from last the year? Everybody thought no, right. Roman Reigns was, was, was gonna get it I, off I was, of Brock. I was shocked. I didn't care about the match, but I was just like, exactly. Roman's, Roman's going to win. Exactly. You know, let's get this over with. Roman's going to have the bell. We're going to get back to normal. And no, Brock Lesnar won. And I just, I was, I was dejected. I was, I was so deflated by that matchup. And so oh, to tell me we're going to do that again, where Brock, and this time he, Seth Rollins, like people are behind Seth. Like with Roman, people weren't with the match at all. No one was with Roman. People just wanted, the only reason why people are rooting for Roman is to get the belt off of him. So this time, people are actually really behind Seth and truly believing that Seth is going to win this matchup. This is not doing oh. back-to-back feel-good stories. So that and I, Vince and you is know not what? doing that. That is not within Vince's heart. He is not doing that. I I see the logic. It makes sense that because we I think we had talked about that. Do do we see? Because three faces potentially are all being built up as they're going to end the show winning all the, the championships. The Universal Championship, the WWE Championship, and now the Raw and SmackDown Championships could all be won by faces, yes. which is not really a WWE thing to no. do. So I, ugh. But that one. Somebody gots to go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and who do you think? And who do you think, really? Just think about it. Who do you think? God, I don't know. I just don't want to say it. Say it out loud. You do know. Say it with uh, me. 
No, nah, I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going against the trend. I'm going against the the, the logic there. I'm, just, oh, I'm, I'm rooting for Seth. I'm rooting for change. They have to stop with not having the Universal Championship on the main show. That needs to end now. Like, it just needs to stop. Because people are, are starting to just not care. We, one reason why the ratings are going down, I'm sure, is because people are just losing interest with the belt not being yeah, there. That, that, is, one that is one of the reasons. You are correct. So if, if they're legit concerned about ratings and they want to turn things around, they know what they need to do. They need Seth Rollins to become champion, yeah. put that belt back on the show, and just Brock can come around every once in a while if they want to do, you know, again, one of these um, Saudi shows or one of these big money shows. And the, the Sheik is saying, hey, I want Brock Lesnar. Yeah, cool. Give him Brock Lesnar for that. But to have him holding the, the title hostage like this just needs to end, man. We can't have that anymore. So for that, I'm saying Seth Rollins, man. Like, and they're addressing it like in plain sight now, too, and saying, like, no one wants you as champion. Seth came out and said, no one wants you as champion. Mm-hmm. These people are tired of you. And I am, am mm-hmm. making them I am not. I don't care what I have to do. I am not leaving WrestleMania without that universal championship, even if it means doing something underhanded. Because he did low blow Brock twice. So I feel like Seth is gonna is gonna pull. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be a clean win for Seth. I think Seth is gonna pull shenanigans and find a way. And the the fans aren't gonna gonna care. We're gonna see probably a return of of heel Seth Rollins just doing anything <laughs> and everything he can to win this matchup. That's probably true. And, you know what? Yeah. I, can, I can see that. I can see uh, him just getting away with a low blow. Maybe the ref is not looking. Yeah, hit him with a low yes. blow. Hit him with yep. a curve stomp. Maybe another curve yep. stomp just to put the exclamation point on it. Exactly, because that's that's the one thing that a lot like when uh, AJ Styles went against him, when Finn Balor went against him, when Daniel Bryan went against him. None of them, even though Daniel Bryan was a heel, none of them really went that route. Like Undertaker actually did the same thing. He low blows Brock Lesnar to help get him a win, yeah. and you know Taker is just is Undertaker. Well, he so, low blowed him, then get him in a submission, or did he in uh, uh, the 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 Hell's Gate. Uh, yeah, Hell's yeah, Gate. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's when he flicked them off. When Brock flicked yeah. them off passing now yeah exactly exactly so I, I i see basically that scenario but then like you said with the curb stomps maybe multiple curb stomps to put him down and yeah seth rollins winning the belt man and just finally getting the universal championship back on raw full time every week just where we need to be so that that i it can't happen anymore man i'm done i can't i can't oh. see go through another year of brock just holding that belt hostage, man. It's just so just, just hurts Raw so much. So yeah. You know what? I'm gonna change my pick. Go with it, man. I no Based shame. off just no. off another match, so that's why. Mm. Because a title change is gonna happen on that. No, not a title change. Well, yeah, I guess it will be a title change because all titles are up. Yeah. So yeah, all titles are yeah, up. Yeah, and, good, uh, no yeah. matter what. But uh, yeah. yeah, I got I got stuff getting that. I got stuff getting that. He has yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Because something's to. gonna happen. All right, all right. Yeah, Seth, Seth is getting it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just it just has to happen. This, this is just enough is enough with the Universal Championship not being on the show and the ratings taking a hit. They made it known to like, oh, we're New Era and we know we we hear you. We're gonna start listening to the Universe and blah blah blah. Well, 
here. This is it. This is the real reason why the ratings have been have been tanking. One of the biggest reasons is because Brock Lesnar is the universal champion and he's never there. Yes. So he's there every quarter. Yeah. Every, yeah. every business quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just stop. Just have just put the belt back on the show so that we can rebuild the universal championship as some as as a as a mainstay on Raw. Please, yeah. please. Vince McMahon, yeah. do the right thing. You know Come what to on, do. Seth. Don't. I think Seth is going to win. I, he probably going to give Brock a curb stump on the belt. Perfect. And awesome. Ba- over. Do right, just like fine. that. Yeah, give him right on the belt. Bam. Bust him up open, too, if you can. Let's go. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for it. And again, everyone's going to be – it's going to be like, you know, like when Eddie Guerrero used to cheat as a face, you know, oh, and just yeah. like find Everybody was behind him because it's, it's Eddie Guerrero. And this yeah, how you would yeah. toss the chair – oh man (laughs) that's what i see is it seemed like that's what they were teasing is that seth is willing to do whatever it takes to beat brock lesnar and brock hasn't really gone up against someone who's willing to do that since the undertaker so yeah i i I see seth winning i see seth going over ah and it, it would just be so so satisfying to see that so fingers crossed man that they do the right thing and give it to seth yeah, I, I, I'm going to go right with you. Come on, Seth. Bring that title back home. We need you. We need to get Brock out of the picture. We need to get these ratings back up, man. We need you, baby. Let's go. All right. So the next one. Whew. The WWE Championship matchup. The new Daniel Bryan, the defending champion against Kofi Kingston. After, man, so many opportunities and uh gauntlet matches and just all sorts of shenanigans we finally got to the match that we all figured after the elimination chamber we were gonna get is the new daniel bryan versus kofi kingston so let's first talk about how we got here how we feel about the the build-up to this and then go into predictions um because it's it's been an interesting road yeah um you know I'm happy for Kofi. I'm real happy for him. I'm, I'm, I, he's well deserved. I mean, he talked about it. eleven years, yeah. eleven years being in the company and just not ever getting a one-on-one opportunity for the WWE Championship. It's an amazing story, and he definitely deserves it. I feel like this buildup has been kind of just weirdly done, especially the end of it, like. The the first gauntlet match, even before Elimination Chamber, was amazing. Yeah. All in. I was sold. Like, man, okay. Kofi Kingston, like, he he was just added into this match out of nowhere, but he's really making a case for why he belongs in this title picture. Like, he should have been here from the beginning. Why, why would it be Mustafa Ali over Kofi Kingston? It should have been Kofi. And then in Elimination Chamber, it felt like he's going to win. He's going to win the championship tonight. And they should have pulled an audible and did it, but they, they didn't. They decided they stick with the plan and have Daniel Bryan win. Okay, fine. Um, then we go into, you know, the fast lane. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shane McMahon says, Kofi Kingston is going to be the number one contender. Vince McMahon says, uh, <laughs> no, he's not. It's going to be my man, Kevin Owens. <sighs> then at fast lane. Oh, yeah, you know, you're going to get a, a matchup uh, here tonight. And then the match will be triple threat. And. I never said you were going to be in it, and you're going to be in a in a handicap match against the bar. Oh, there we go. 
you know, and then they had the the matchup at, at Fastlane. It was Kevin Owens. Mustafa Ali was added to yeah. it. That happened fine. Then, you know, it was built up again. Okay, you're going to have an opportunity to, to go to WrestleMania uh, to, to, to face off against Dan Bryan if you can beat all these dudes. And the, the laundry list of stars came out, and he beat them all. And then Daniel Bryan was the last guy, and he lost to Daniel Bryan. Now, the, 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 the last one was, again, another gauntlet match. The New Day, or, or Xavier Woods and Big E, you know, were given an opportunity basically to help propel Kofi to the championship match that he deserved. This felt like maybe it was done backwards. Like I was just about to say that it, it should have been reversed. Like, yeah, because it's just a weird feeling mm-hmm. to have two those two guys put him there instead of him being the guy that got himself there. Yeah. You know, it takes a little bit away from what Kofi had done, just a little bit. You know, and so for for yeah, just have Big E and Xavier Woods go through that gauntlet and then maybe you throw in that last tag team that they weren't prepared for and it was Daniel Bryan and Rowan and then they lose to Daniel Bryan and Rowan and then Kofi loses opportunity. And then the next week say, okay, you're going to get another opportunity, but this time, Kofi, it's going to be you running the gauntlet again and these are the guys you have to go against and he does it and he wins and like that would have been perfect and you have, you know, everybody celebrated him and he earned it. He earned, He's already earned it in all of our eyes, but to have it to cap it off with him earning it again on his own would have been like okay this makes sense but the way they did it it's like Xavier and Biggie to the point where I'm still not even convinced that this match may not still have some shenanigans going like I'm kind of like on edge a little bit because the way Vince McMahon put it he said they asked him like okay so does this mean Kofi Kingston's going to WrestleMania and he said yes Kofi Kingston's going to WrestleMania but the question <laughs> is you know, plus player become WWE champion. Now, for a little bit of context, before that, when he was talking to the New Day, he told he called the new he called Xavier Woods and and uh, Big E a B plus tag team. So then that that uh, fast forward again to the end of the show where you know he's saying can a B plus player become WWE champion? And knowing how Vince likes to play with his words, like he did with Kofi Kingston before. Could he be saying maybe one of the three of them are going to earn that opportunity? But, you know, on SmackDown, he basically said he, he wasn't there. Vince did not show yeah, up. They had, they, uh, Daniel Bryan signed it. Kofi Kingston signed it. He signed the contract. So seemingly it's it's official right now that it's happening. But it's still ringing in my head like he's, he never actually said – Kofi Kingston is going to be wrestling Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. He just said, can a B-plus player become WWE Champion? So, I think Vince <laughs> did that on purpose so so everybody could be, like, on edge. So, like, hey, this match is going to actually happen. But it's, it's just, like... Now they just they they if let's say it does happen, then he they they tease that and it's kind of like a dropped part of the storyline in my in my opinion, because again, with having Big E and Xavier win the match that gets Kofi to WrestleMania and then making that statement, you know, and then keeping it open ended like that, it just makes it seem like maybe something else can happen and 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 it takes away from just being excited yeah. about the match 
even let's say let's just fast forward and say like my prediction is that Kofi Kingston wins the matchup, right? So let's say that happens. I'm still in my head going to be saying, well, what if Vince McMahon comes out? Like I'm I'm going to be waiting for Vince to come out and say, actually, you know, you're something else, but like just just to to, to screw with us, does something else. Um, and I, I just want to kind of celebrate Kofi and be like, yes, this happened. This is official. This is real. Versus still being kind of like Kofi. If Kofi wins, I think they might actually Kofi might actually free bird the WWE championship. Oh, and that all three of them are champions. And all three of them are champions, and that would be yeah, different. You know, and I, and that would be actually kind of cool. Well, they they actually in the past have teased that at Royal Rumbles. You know, they've said, well, if one of us wins, all of us yep. wins, and basically we'll all be WWE champion. And that would I actually would be down with that. I think that'd be pretty cool because again, they did win that opportunity for Kofi. Exactly. So I think that that makes and sense. And I think Kofi they, might might say that he was like, you know, I just didn't win this. You guys won this for me too. Yep, he won it. Yeah, like we're we trying, won. Right. He's we like, are, we're gonna free bird this. Yes, we're a new day. So, so yeah, I think he might do I, that. I actually like that. In other, in any other situation, I would hate it. But it makes sense. It here. does. It makes sense with these three guys. It makes sense with the way that they did it. Um, that's one way to kind of, you know, make that the, that Xavier and Biggie want it for him make sense. I do. I, I I like that idea that you just put out there, and I like that. I like that spin on it. Um. But yeah, man, it's just it's. I'm I'm excited for Kofi. Um. And the new day, you know, given that that spin that you just put on it, you know, I feel like this is this is great in honoring them and all the hard work that they've done. You know, and Kofi specifically because he's going to be in the match, so it's going to be you know his moment first. Um. So I, I'm I'm real excited for him, and I, I just it, Kofi has to win. You can't have Daniel Bryan, you know, then beat him again <laughs> after all of this. Like that that would just be so deflating again. So I just can't see that. Um. Now. To your point about WWE booking is not it, it just feels weird to say Seth and Kofi are gonna win, and then we're getting ready to talk about you know Becky Lynch potentially winning in the main event. Yeah. So, you know, I just is it's hard to see all three of them going over, but um it just makes sense in all three like in, in these situations. And again, we'll hold off on the, the main main event, but it just makes sense that Kofi would win it. And 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 have that moment and celebrate him. Um, I just wish that the story, the way they would have told it, um, if they go with what you just said, all right, cool, cool. You sold me on on that. I like the, I like the spin, and that's a good payoff yeah. for what they did. Um, if they don't do that, then it's just like the kind of this lingering thing. Like, you know, Kofi, you kind of actually didn't earn this because Daniel. One of Daniel Bryan's points was, what is Kofi Kingston actually? done to earn this spot given his previous losses like in that gauntlet <laughs> match the first one, he didn't win the gauntlet match at elimination chamber daniel bryan beat him in the second in the, the the handicap match against the bar he got beat he lost he got destroyed in the second gauntlet match when they announced daniel bryan was the last guy he lost again so every time kofi's had an opportunity even though the, the odds were against him he lost. He's never won. The only t- the only win that's gotten him here was Piggy and and Xavier winning. They're the ones that actually won. So, you know, I, I just feel like your idea makes it work. The other way around, uh, I don't know. It just it, it it's it's weird. It's a weird route, road to get there. It is. Uh, but I just hope. You know, I got Kofi going over, but I hope 
you know, if Kofi wins, they'll be able to free bird it and change it up a little bit. And do you think they'll change the title back to the leather strap now? Or Kofi would keep it going with the whole He'll change it. Okay. He'll change it because that's Daniel Bryan's thing. So they they will try to change it up to to go back to or maybe there's a new design overall for the belt. Um my fear is that they go to a blue belt. Oh no. <laughs> That's no, my fear. No, 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 no. Because since they trashed that belt, they do have an opportunity to create a new belt. And everything is going with this whole color scheme of red and blue. So I just I'm afraid that they might do I'm that. To be honest, but, man, I hate the new belts they they design. The whole just the two W's. I, I hate that. Because yeah. so it, it doesn't pop. It's just so basic. Yeah. Like I love the One I love the UK belt because that thing is beautiful. Gorgeous! It's gorgeous. The UK belt's gorgeous. The the current NXT Championship match too. I love that one. Yeah. Um, the old school uh, WWF oh, belt yes. that's bad. You know, I love that one. Um, gosh, the the old school World Heavyweight Championship that was the WCW that Championship. Oh, I'll miss favorite. that one. I do miss that one. That's, that that might be my favorite yeah. to be honest with you. Because just the it's all gold like that, shining. Big as hell, just, big face plate. Yeah. To the point, I mean, that's the one you usually see, too. I mean, the WWE Championship now, because the WWE gives, like, sports teams uh, that belt as a gift a lot yeah. of times now. So you'll see that one around. But prior to that, you'd usually see the world, the old old school WCW and slash the World Heavyweight Championship in the WWE around as, like, a maybe the most popular belt. Um, for people to to buy to like signify like they just won a title a championship or whatever um so those designs are usually my favorite but yeah i hear you i hear you with the with the current one i'm not not totally there with it either to be honest with you and yeah if they change it to blue man i'm just like (laughs) like why yeah but it would be consistency because everything else is is that way you know like all the other belts, that's that's the one that stands out that is not following their color scheme. I mean, I guess the United States Championship and the Intercontinental Championship don't do that either, you know. But they're a little bit different. Uh, but the tag titles and the the women's championships, yeah, with know, the red, blue, yeah. <laughs> make it blue. I hope I'm wrong on that, man. I really, I really do. Um, but uh, yeah, now okay. What do you what do you think about this? Because this is one thing that I have kind of heard about and read uh-huh. about is a potential heel turn or a split for the new day. Like given what's been happening, you know, there is also a storyline that could be told where Big E maybe wants the championship for himself because they want it for Kofi. And yeah, what about their moment? And this has all been about Kofi and everyone's chanting Kofi now and they're not really chanting the new day anymore. So if the WWE ever wanted to split the new day, this could be a time where they could actually do that where it wouldn't where they have kind of a motivation for why now i'm gonna tell you i hate the idea of splitting up I the do, new day because I, I believe that go it sounds like it go against their character yes yes agreed a hundred percent because for me they're a ta- they're the type of tag team that no matter what happens through thick and thin i feel like they should stick yeah. together that they think- support each other together turn heel together if you're gonna exactly i think they're the tightest tag team yes yes that i just wouldn't it'd be like the usos turning against each other like you would never believe that yeah like like, why no i don't i'm I'm not buying that so for me that's how i feel about it 
But it's something that I've heard about, so I just had to bring it up that if ever they were going to do it, this is because one rumor was a triple threat between the three of them for the last SmackDown that just passed to figure out which B-plus player would go and, and try to become WWE champion. But that didn't happen. So, there, again, with that lingering thing of, well, you know, they did win it. Kofi didn't. There's a lot of attention on Kofi. It's all about Kofi. Could they have one of them be jealous of him? I, I, I understand the case. I hear it, but I'm not with that, man. Like, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't want it. I don't yeah, want it. I don't so, want to see I, that, man. That that would nah. probably just piss me off. It would. Yeah. It would. It would take away all of the goodwill built up by the storyline yeah. and just make something else that I just don't want to be a part of. Like I, I, I wouldn't like that at all. So you know, that boo to that. I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't do that. That's that's no. Nope, save that one. Save yeah. that one for another another tag team that you want to split exactly. up. Exactly. Not, just... not for New Day. New Day. Yeah. They're different, man. Yeah. There's. I mean, they're basically, it's like they're they're as close as you can get to being family and brothers without actually being related. Like they just yeah. have that feel. I mean, on up, up, down, down. You know, anyone that watches that, you see the oh, yeah. real come yeah. Have you know they truly do support each yep. other? It's not just it's real TV. brotherhood. They ride together all, everywhere. Like it's just I just can't I can't see it. I can't see. It. I mean, it would emotionally affect the audience in a way that if you just want to cheaply get people's attention, then that's one cheap way to do it. But it just would feel wrong. Yeah. So I just don't, I'm not with it. So yeah, um, so that that that's that. I just wanted to bring that up. But yeah. So Kofi Kingston going over as WWE champion. First time ever for him as WWE champion. Right. Uh, we're, we're, in, we're in unison there. I, I love that idea. I, I want to see it. It's, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And Daniel Bryan, man, has been a great heel. We haven't really talked about Daniel Bryan, but just a real quick plug for him. He's done an excellent job yes. as the planet's making that a heel thing and just being like just on the mic, just, just educating the masses and, and just just sticking it to becoming a big time heel, and I hope he keeps with that and continues to to build up that heel persona. All right, so just as a recap, we are just about done with our WrestleMania prediction show. Um, we've some we've done our predictions for every match so far on the card, except for the final match, the main 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 event for this year's WrestleMania which is the triple threat match for the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. Uh, this matchup features Charlotte Flair, Rowdy Ronda Rousey, and the man, Becky Lynch. Um, so with, uh, with all that said, I guess, I guess the best way to do this, just like we've been doing most of the matches, is to talk about um, the buildup, how we got to this point, and then our predictions. So, yeah, the the buildup for this matchup there there has definitely been some up and ups and downs yeah. uh, for this one. Um, I I was real excited for the prospect of Becky versus Ronda at first. You know, like when it when it first got going, like when mm-hmm. they were doing the Survivor Series, Survivor Series. Uh, matchups. Like, and to be honest with you, I wasn't even thinking of a Ro- Ronda Rousey. Becky Lynch WrestleMania matchup at that time because you know Ronda's on Raw, Becky's on SmackDown. You know they're 
it's it's the two champions so it made it, it didn't really add up to okay this is going to be a wrestlemania matchup until that invasion uh happened and and even too even prior to that i should say that there were you know the the twitter beef that they had going on to help build that up up to that point you know started planting the seeds a little bit for how cool this matchup was going to be yeah. um but then that that invasion and seeing a bloody Becky Lynch just oh, just great visual. Oh my god! Like it still sticks with me how just awesome that was. Like and it was it was crazy. Good. Thank. It's in a weird way we should thank Nia Jax for making <laughs> yeah. that happen. Even though I'm not really on uh, you know a fan of Nia Jax right now, but she did give us that visual by breaking uh, Becky's face inadvertently. So you know that that helped get us to this point. But um, I'm not going to give her that much credit. So the man, Becky Lynch, and just her work ethic and just being – well, and also, too, I mean, the other part of this is going going even before that. Um, the heel turn that they tried to have her have um, when it was uh, – what was it? Charlotte versus Becky versus Carmella. Was that the matchup, the triple threat match that they had where Charlotte won yeah. the, the, the belt? The belt, yep. Yeah, and and then uh, you know, was Becky, that SummerSlam? I think it was. I think it was SummerSlam. You know, and yeah, everybody was wanting Becky to win that matchup, yeah, but yeah. Charlotte got thrown in there, based almost last minute, and and she won. And so, and then they tried to turn her heel, which I was just like, no, yeah, that didn't work. This is not going to happen. And the fans weren't buying it, and they weren't and, buying it at all. Yeah, and just just little by little, they just started to slowly lose the the heel. Becky persona and she just kind of became you know the man like she's just yeah. was was that was it so um it, it's been a crazy ride man like I, I I just even fasting forward to to more recently you know some of the the more more recent things like Becky getting injured and you know her having to go up into this match well okay actually let me not skip all the way back the Royal Rumble all right we'll talk about that so Royal Rumble uh Becky Lynch uh, uh, losing to Asuka at the Royal Rumble for the SmackDown Women's Championship, but then entering the Royal Rumble later on that night, replacing Lana, um, and then beating uh, Charlotte and throwing Charlotte out, I should say, on one leg, because that's when the, the injured angle started, um, to to earn the shot that she has right now, or at least that's what it, that's what it should have been. So... That was a big moment. Now, why I say that's what it should have been is because for some odd reason, Becky still had to earn the shot um, in a matchup against Charlotte Flair while being injured, which kind of I think was was a was a turn a, a turn south for this whole storyline because it was one. You're saying Becky against Charlotte on one leg and she needs to win. She just she won the Royal Rumble. Why is she having to earn this matchup? And then we're supposed to believe that. Becky can beat Charlotte on one leg for a full matchup. Like that doesn't make sense. And then Ronda Rousey comes out and then she gets uh, uh, Becky disqualified. She hits Charlotte, which is so like orchestrated and choreographed. It's just like, it, it, it just seemed like it was bad booking. It was just bad booking, yeah. a bad storyline point for them for, for this, this part. Um, and then she kept, they kept having her sell the injury. I'm glad we're, we're past that. We're past that. Limp. You know, finally. Oh, that. oh, my God. And she came in in crutches all the time. It's like, no. At first, okay, fine, when she was first injured and they were 
you know, using that in the beginning. Okay, but they just kept going with it. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Just, let's just like, get back. You're milking that. this a bit too much now. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's that's we're past that now. Um now the let's see. I guess I just want to get to this week because this week was actually pretty interesting. Um <laughs> so I mean, because we've already talked about Charlotte getting the belt off of Asuka and how we feel about that, right? So, you know, that kind of added a new layer, which we both agreed. It was just unnecessary for them to do that. But we already talked about that, so we'll skip past that. Um, But this week was real interesting because they decided to put them in a in a uh, uh, six-person tag match (laughs) um, where they couldn't hit each other or one of them, the first person to hit one of their teammates would be pulled from the match. And so there's all this tension going on, right? And it's against the riot squad, (laughs) right? So there's so much tension and they're all like kind of talking trash to each other. And it's cool. Oh, and by the way, the week before this, they had the beat the clock challenge, which really didn't make any sense. They were doing a beat the clock challenge for nothing. At the expense of of the riot squad. The riot squad, yeah. They all got buried that night. That was was bad. Even though Ruby Riot technically didn't take a loss, she went past the, what was it, like a minute and a half mark that, that was set earlier on. So Ruby didn't just completely look bad in that. But the riot squad as a whole, they just... Yeah, it, I mean, it was it was it was a joke. It was a joke, and for nothing, there was no nothing on the line for it. Usually, with a beat the clock challenge, you want to have something on the line so you would get a tactical advantage for for the matchup that you would have coming up. But no, it was just for bragging rights, I guess. I don't know. And even Ronda said, "This is a stupid uh, thing that we're doing right now. I don't understand it, but whatever." And just kind of went <laughs> along with it. But she called the 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 matchup dumb. So I and, and I agreed. I think most people would. Um, but anyway, going back to the six six uh, person tag match, um, yeah, they they worked to. I they didn't really even work together. They just kind of were like tagging themselves into the matchup. Becky spent the most time in the ring. Ronda got into the matchup, and like not ten seconds went by that she had locked in her uh, her armbar, tapped out. Uh, I forget which one she tapped out. Which one of the Riot Squad members she actually tapped out? Oh, uh, Liv Morgan. Liv, okay. She tapped her out and then immediately went to Charlotte and punched her Start in the throat. Start ripping her ass. Right. Punched her in <laughs> the throat. And it was on. Now, I loved this part. Th- this brawl that they had on Raw was was actually pretty pretty entertaining. It um, was man. I just with the, with the with the most stupidest cops in the oh, world. Well, <laughs> that's just the WWE way. Anytime they have cops on WWE television, they're gonna be dumb. That's just how they they just have them be, and it's it but makes they took this stupidity to another to level, another though, level, to another <laughs> level, and it's. Look, uh, any listeners that we have that are police officers, I apologize for how this is this is do- what they're doing. But yeah, it, it's just like, come on, it, it, it was it was hilarious. Like from a, if you know if you watch WWE and you know how it is, then you just kind of accept that the cops here are just like these actor cops that are just dumb and there's no logic and they don't do what real cops would do. They don't act like real cops. So we kind of just got to accept that about this that we know, even though they came out. In, in actual cop uniforms. Because at first it was security that tried to break up this brawl that broke out. Then they had uh, the cops in blue. They came out and they were trying to stop them. And they handcuffed them. So they did that. And they handcuffed them behind their backs, which was 
which was I guess that part was good because sometimes they do it yeah. in front and that makes no sense. But they they handcuffed them behind their backs, and then all three yeah. of them. Well, Ronda got got handcuffed first, and that's oh, when yeah. there you go, Ronda. Ronda so whooping her ass, so her down. Well, we need we need to call it what it was. She it was kind of a little bit of a of a cheap shot because Ronda had her hands cuffed. And then yeah. Becky broke away from the cops yeah. and sucker punched her <laughs> it was. and put Ronda down. And I'm like, damn, that's kind of uh, like, what? I mean, you know, no one really cares because it's, it's Becky. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. You know, no one's going to boo her for anything. So that that was it was it was crazy to see. And then Becky got got handcuffed and then Ronda's getting pulled out of the ring. And then Charlotte Flair gets a cheap <laughs> shot on Ronda and puts her down. And I can see Ronda saying, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, it, was, oh my God. Oh, it was chaos, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Real quick. Big shout out to the to security dude that took the big boot from Charlotte. He oh, sold the yeah. shit out of that. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Man, <laughs> just all around. Just this was, even though, like we said, they, they the cops were not doing what real cops would do. No. But it was entertaining. For entertainment purposes, it worked for me. Um, so yeah, they, so they were all handcuffed and they're all like kicking each other and just like, you know, using whatever they're trying to, uh, Rhonda kept trying to sweep the, one of the cop's legs, like trying yeah. to get him on the ground. As they was going up the ramp. I'm yep. like, why are you, are you like, what are you doing? Uh, uh, like, you're going to do that to an actual cop? Like, what are you thinking right now? You know, um, so that was hilarious. Trying to stump their feet. Stomping at their toes, like trying to step on the cop's toes. You know, when Becky Lynch is like, again, we're doing this again? Okay, because this isn't the first time she's been arrested in the storyline. So, you know, she's yelling, and then they get to the back. Oh. And that's where it gets real funny. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they're fighting. They're really trying to get get um, get um away from these cops. And then they put Rhonda in the back of a car, and then they put Becky in the same car in the back seat. And Why? Then, then, Why? <laughs> but it was and I said the same thing I said what are you thinking but it was gold because the look on both of their faces when they saw they were next to each other oh yeah you just knew it was going down they looked and it's like oh hell no yeah. and they both start kicking at each other wow and then Rhonda proceeds to kick the back window out of the car or the the side window passenger side window of the car out which was an awesome visual like it I was. love that it was. um and then Charlotte, and then they yank her out, oh and then they God. about to proceed to put her in the car with Charlotte. But another stupid cop just opens the door, opens the door. <laughs> then Charlotte gets oh out, God. and she's like, "I'm free. I'm I'm getting right back to whooping this chick." Straight you know? Sparta kick to to Becky. Oh my <laughs> God, just amazing! And then maybe the best part of this whole thing. Uh. Somehow, some way, Ronda Rousey got in the front seat of the cop car, <laughs> and the key was in the ignition. It was ready to go and drive, I guess. And oh, hell was breaking loose. Ronda man. drives the car; it, it just sends it forward and hits the back uh, end of another cop car, and then is yelling at them while she's inside. And then Charlotte comes out of nowhere as Ronda's face is outside one of the windows uh, and yeah. knees Charlotte or knees um, Rhonda in the face. And she knees Rhonda in the head and Rhonda's head hits the other hits side the of the corner. window. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that, man. Oh and my it's God. crazy. It's crazy because if you slow motion, you see Charlotte kind of line up first. Yeah. <laughs> it did oh go for it. 
Like, I'm going to line you up. All right, I got it now. Then just needs the hell out of her in her head, bro. Oh, man. I mean, this, like I said, was just pure chaos. Yeah, and it was. I, and honestly, this is this right here, it erased from me any bad, like, feeling <laughs> that I had about the feud going into it. And, like, it just made it fun and made it, like, okay, I'm, I'm excited to see these three get back in the ring with each other. So, yeah, they all got arrested. But then on SmackDown, they announced that they all got released. Uh, SmackDown, we had Becky come out and basically say, you know, she's the man. The, this that match is going to end with the titles above her head. You know, it's a crazy ride to see to think of where she was, like, a year ago from now. And, you know, it was just a great moment. She was on standing on the uh, announce table. She wasn't in the ring. So she was yeah. kind of like with the people, and it was a cool shot of her just like uh, high above the, the you know, just standing on the table there and with the crowd of people like chanting for her. Like it was a great visual. So, yeah, um, yeah leading into this main event matchup, first ever main event for the women uh, ever uh, for, for uh, at WrestleMania, just a lot of great uh, uh, vibes that I have for this matchup. Um, so as far as predictions go, there, there's only one for me. You know, it's it's clear the man Becky Lynch going over, becoming the first ever Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. I feel like this is it. It just has to happen. And actually, I'm actually excited about post uh, WrestleMania seeing Becky because the way it seems like it's being built, she. I don't think they're gonna unify the titles. I think she's gonna be both Raw and SmackDown champion, so she's gonna technically have to defend the titles on both shows, which actually fits Becky's character. Just like she'll take everybody on. It doesn't matter when, where, whatever. Like I'll I'll go to Raw and face Ronda. I'll go to SmackDown and face Charlotte. However they want to do it. I mean, you know, we'll see if Ronda Rousey's still there because there's kind of rumors about her. Maybe not, but we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, I just. As a prediction, as far as predictions go, man, I'm 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 going with the man. I'm going with Becky Lynch. Yeah, I'm kind of split here. So, ooh, I didn't hear. I expected you to just quickly say Becky Lynch, but okay, go ahead. Yeah, now I'm split between Ronda and Becky. Uh, I want to say Ronda can retain and get the SmackDown with help from Shayna Baszler. Uh, just getting some help. I think there might be some shenanigans. So you think this is maybe a build-up to the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen match? Yeah. Mm. She might just get the, just screw them out of a championship. Wow. That could happen. It or could. It we could. Can get, we just have a feel-good moment with Becky with holding both of the titles up at WrestleMania. So I see your logic here. So the well, earlier when you were talking about Brock and Seth and going with Seth because you could see – Maybe it going one of these matches going another way. So you think this is the match that maybe Ronda goes over instead of Becky? So it's not all faces. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. If Ooh. I was the if I was the put money, I say this is the match. This is the one that I can see uh, actually Ronda winning and retaining and getting the SmackDown because of shenanigans, getting help from Shayna Baszler, maybe. Uh, Help from the other horsewomen as well. Yeah, yeah. Because it would just make sense. It's lined up correctly. Yeah. She's healed. The fear and Duke She don't show give up. a damn. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, wow. I mean, it, it's, look, I, you could make a case really for Charlotte as a dark horse in this whole thing, and I actually yeah, wouldn't be true. completely shocked. 
because Charlotte Flair is just Charlotte Flair. You know, she's the chosen one. She's Ric Flair's daughter. She's an eight-time women's champion. Like, it wouldn't shock me to see Charlotte win. Now, that'd probably be the most unpopular uh, ending for this matchup would be Charlotte winning because, you know, Charlotte's just been getting she, – she just beat Asuka and just like, you know, any Asuka fan out there is already pissed at Charlotte. Now she's going to go beat Becky too. Like, that, that would really – you know, if you want to give her heat, that's one way to get it is by having Charlotte, you know, go over and win and beat both Becky and Ronda Rousey. But um, I, I just – I'm my prediction is going to be Becky Lynch. I feel like Becky, it, it makes sense. You can still do the, the four-horse women storyline. I'm not mad at the prediction, though, with Ronda Rousey um, because I, that – it's sound. It's sound that, that – because Shayna Baszler probably loses her matchup is moving yeah. up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and if rumors are to be believed, you know, Ronda's time in WWE might be coming to an end sooner than 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 later, uh, given she she may want to start a family. But Ronda was kind of funny. She she posted up. Um, I, I don't know. Was it on? It might have been on WWE.com, but it was um, a little video like for those people who, you know, are kind of contemplating like what my future is going to be. You know, and why, me leaving the WWE, she says the rumors are true and that she's she's going to go into a future as a as a because she loves her saxophone. So she's going to go into a future as being oh, like a saxophone it. player <laughs> and just like trolling everybody with it. And she's like going everywhere with the saxophone and she's in the back with other wrestlers and wrestlers are like I've seen a video with Joe. Oh, um, she's in the background with the yeah, saxophone. Yeah. And Joe and Joe is like, yeah, you know, I, I never really was a fan of the saxophone, but yeah, the way she plays it, it's just like like you see like different clips <laughs> with different wrestlers. I'm paraphrasing, but there's different wrestlers kind of commenting on Ronda with the saxophone and just like her passion for it and how melodic and beautiful it is. Even Alexa Bliss is like, you know what? I'm not really a big fan of Ronda Rousey, but damn, can she play the saxophone? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, man, like this, it was good for Ronda yeah. to like go that route. So um and that that video makes me think okay they're aware of what people are saying and you know it's maybe there's not truth to it and she is gonna stick around i think the the contract if if that's to be believed is supposed to be going until 2021 so you know she should be sticking around for a little bit yeah. but you she know we'll get see more heat like that man by by getting those championships exactly exactly and she'll be top heel oh top heel yeah woman. yeah for, i mean for sure Really, she she is right now. Like that, right. that's without a doubt. She's and it makes that, sense because people knows Ronda Rousey. That's yes. a household name. Yes. And yeah. you're doing that in a big crowd, and she does a big time bad guy move. Yes. Everybody's watching. Yes. Hey, man. Yeah. I you, you I get I, people to buy in. I could see it. I definitely could see it. You know, especially uh I mean, this could be like the um you know how everybody thought for sure Roman Reigns was going to win and Brock ended up retaining, you know, and that was kind of like that the thing. This could be that situation, too, with Becky. Like, everyone kind of believes, well, for different reasons, you know, everybody believes Becky's going to win, you know, and everybody's been rooting for Becky, and she's the lone baby face in the match, you know, and it, she's the only one that's coming in without a belt. So it, it's that, I, and I still believe that Becky is going to win the matchup for a lot of those reasons, but it, it would be a great way, like you said, to get more heat on Ronda um, and to to really just hype up this horsewomen matchup between the horsewomen of, uh, of of MMA versus the horsewomen of NXT, now the WWE. 
So yeah, man, I, it could go either way. I'm gonna stick with my pick for Becky Lynch, but all know, right, that's, that's well, I, I'm I'm gonna remain split because I am split. Oh no 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 no! You gotta what? make a pick. You gotta what? make a pick. You have what? to oh, make a pick. Coming from the guy that always every split. no no look look, I give you a pick. I'll tell you another like. This is I could see it going another way, but I've made picks for every one of these matches, man. We always do. So you got to pick one. You could right. say that, hey, I could see this happening, but my pick is like that's the way you got to do it. All right, man. Just because you're making me pick, I'm gonna go with Ronda then. Woo! I like it. I like it. I like Ronda. I like is it. going to win both titles. Wow! With help. I like it. No, hey, I, I respect it. And, you know, I, I know that you, you've you been that, – that's a hard pick to make, you know, because you're a big Becky fan. Like, I, I know and you're rooting for Becky, but your logic is sound. We talk about the logic here, you know, all the time on this show. And, yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it makes sense, you know, and I can see that, that storyline. They, they have to pay that off. They have to do those horsewoman storylines. So it and it should happen sooner rather than later. It seems like the time is now. Um, so I do love that that idea. Like, honestly, just think about it. you think we'll literally get three feel good stories in a row. Well, I'm saying we will. That's with my prediction. Yeah, uh, I really okay. do. Okay. I think that the way all that, of these matches have been booked, the possibility you know, of that is unlikely. I, I think if ever they will do it, this is a situation where I see it making sense where it could happen because all of them they're just. I mean, Seth, the reason why we're saying Seth is because Brock is universal champion and the ratings and all that, that needs to end. Kofi Kingston, with everything he's been through, to have him lose against Dan, no, that's not going to happen. Now, with with this one, this one you make a great case where, again, because of the horsewomen storyline, that would make sense for why it would go down. Yep. But the first ever women's championship or first ever main event for the women and Becky's coming in with no titles and the year she's had and the fans are with her, you know, and we got a heel Ronda and a heel Charlotte. I just, I just think that it's, it's, it's the man It's time. The man is going to hold both belts. And it's gonna end the show on a, on this high, this like emotional, like like exciting high to see Becky Lynch, the person who came in with no belts, holding both belts, the person who was not supposed to be in the storyline. Because if you really think back, the idea at, after last year's WrestleMania with Ronda Rousey being in the WWE, I think most people were thinking Charlotte versus Ronda. Becky Lynch wasn't even the equation. Yeah. So yeah. for Becky to be here. You know, she's the, I think she even said it, she's the glitch in their program. Like, she she basically flipped this whole thing and in, and it forced her way into this situation. And, yeah, to pay that off, I mean, what better way than to give her the match, to give her the win and have her hold not one, but two belts. Yeah. It's time for the man to do it. It's time for the man to, to, to take her rightful places as, uh, as the top, the top person, and just to be that, and to have that moment, have that WrestleMania moment, you know, I, I see it, I see it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm just gonna go. Well, yeah, I can see that, but I think, I think Ronda's gonna have a WrestleMania moment. Uh, holding both titles, 
in a bad guy moment. Everybody just booing her. <laughs> and she's just talking shit while she's holding both of the titles up. I can see that, man. Oh, man. I mean, I can see it, too. I can see it, too. It's not a far-fetched idea. I, I totally, you know, could see that happening. But it, it's Becky. It's Becky. Let's go. It's, it's, it's time for the man to be champion and again. And, to and like, wow, double champion. Never seen that before. First time ever. First ever Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. Becky Lynch, the man. Yeah, that that's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's what I'm done. That's my pick. That's my All pick. Right. I'm sticking to it. All right, man. I'm going to stick with my pick. <laughs> <laughs> man, well, we just went through 16 matchups. Oh, you know what? I actually forgot something. I mean, we have all the matches. These are all the matches on the main card. But rumors are John Cena might be having a matchup on this card. So that would make it 17 matches. Possibly with Elias. Possibly with Elias. We'll see. Um, There was also some about Lars Sullivan, too. Like, maybe he's going to have his debut. I I don't see that happening. Um, But, uh, yeah, we may have a John Cena sighting. Uh, Elias is going to have his, his concert. So, you know, that, that makes sense. Um, I'm not, we, don't, we don't need to do a prediction on that. It's just worth noting that uh, eyes peeled for a, I guess, okay, as a prediction, you're saying it's going to be Elias because we could do that, that this, this secret matchup that they're talking about is going to be uh, John Cena versus Elias. In yeah, the, I, I'll call thinking? that as a prediction, yeah. Okay, okay. It's just, it, probably because he, he's going to probably talk about interruptions and then I can see John Cena interrupting his performance. And we got Yeah, that. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that there's really – there's no other way for me to go with that. I can't think of another thing that makes sense for John Cena um, at this pay-per-view. Kurt Angle would have would have been great, you know, if that would have been the last match. But oh, yeah. It seems like they're legitimately doing Corbin versus Angle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to happen, so – yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you that that uh, it would be it makes sense to have Elias versus John Cena as the impromptu match. Um, you see Elias winning that match or John Cena winning that match? John Cena. Yeah, me too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, if that happens, it'll be John Cena. Yeah. It's going to be John Cena. Yeah. Yeah, Elias just have to take the L. Yeah. yeah. He, can, he can take it. Well, that that'll be I don't know. That just I feel like they shouldn't even do it. It's it we got so that would be seventeen matches, man. Yeah, they, seventeen. We matches. don't need that, man. We don't need that we, to happen. We really just don't yeah, they shouldn't do it. If anything, he could just get a aid, you know, and just call it a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't even make it a match. Just he just interrupts Elias. They get into an argument, you know, he just gives them a little attitude adjustment and you know, call it a day. That that's Cena's WrestleMania moment. Um, but to have it be a match and draw it out and make it like a 13 minute match or whatever, eh, nah, 13 minute was for you know 17. What oh, you I, know what I'm I, saying? Like, it yeah. just doesn't. I, I don't want that. I don't want I, that. I don't, I don't like bad. Like, one of the best WrestleManias I ever seen was WrestleMania 21. Yeah, uh, it's probably no more than what maybe. Nine or ten matches. You had Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, the, I think the Money in the Bank match, mm. Edge, 
who was in there? Chris Jericho. I think Chris Benoit was in there too. I remember the Undertaker, Randy Orton, Kurt oh, Angle. That Sean. was a great one. Yep, Kurt Angle and Sean. Sean. Sean, that was another one. You had the John Cena when he became the new JBL. Yep. yep. JBL. And then Batista and Triple H. Yep. Yep. That was, yeah, I'm with you there. That's one of the best ones ever. I mean, you just think about those matches you just said. Like, you know, Cena winning the championship for the first time. You know, Batista winning his championship for the first time. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels one-on-one. You said Eddie Guerrero and, and uh, Rey, Mysterio Rey Mysterio was that one too? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's epic. And then Money in the Bank with that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that was a great one. And like you said, nine matches, nine, ten matches. That, that's, a fu- that's fine. That's a good number. That's a yeah, good number. I, I don't need 16. I don't need 17. 17 Why? matches. I don't need a six-hour show. Why? Yeah, seven-hour-plus show. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, man. Too much. Too much. What's your favorite uh, WrestleMania? Gosh, my favorite. That's a great question, man. Um, You know what? It's... As a full card, it's hard to say, but I think my favorite WrestleMania matchup was probably anything with Stone Cold and The Rock, and specifically that first one. Um, what WrestleMania was that? Where The Rock and so, yeah, that's that's their first one. That that might have been even their best one, you know. Okay. And I just I love I love that that matchup and just the build up to it, and really. Even so, let me think about this here because that's the one where Stone Cold won that one cleanly against uh, Heel Rock, right? Yep. Then there was the one where where uh, they were both faces, but Stone Cold turned heel and joined Investment Man. That's man. That that too. And some people hated the fact that Stone Cold turned heel. I actually kind of loved it because he set it up real nice. He said, "I need this Rock more than you'll ever know." Like, he's telling him to his face, like, look, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Because he was coming off of that injury. And yep. He came back, and it's like, will Stone Cold ever be the same? And he came back out of shape at first, but then he worked his way back in the shape. And, uh, yeah, he really needed it. And The Rock was having a great year. You definitely would have picked The Rock to is win that, that when matchup. The, is that when uh, Stone Cold's wife was The Rock's manager? Oh, yeah, when uh, Deborah? Yeah. I think so, but she wasn't she wasn't uh there during the match. I don't remember her being there, but I think you're yeah. right that it was around that time that she was she was his manager. Yeah. Yeah, she was there for the build. Right, right. But she wasn't there during the matchup. So because I remember it just being just the two of them. Oh, and yeah, yeah I, I was thinking, yeah, Rock is gonna beat him because Stone Cold typically does beat the Rock, but the Rock has just like been been carrying the WWE at that that point, and Stone Cold wasn't there. So yeah, for for me, those two kind of stand out. Like they were, those were special to me because those are those are my dudes, man. Like uh, Rock and Stone Cold. Any any time, like they could say, "Hey, we're showing." Up. If they add them to this WrestleMania, just in a moment, like just to share a moment, I'm cool with it. Like I'm in. You know what I'm saying? We have 17 matches, and you give me Rock Stone Cold just having an interaction. I'm I'm like, okay, this this warrants being shown at at any point at any time. I don't care how long this pay per view is. At uh, that point, I want to see it. I want to make sure I tune oh, in. Uh, that's just how I feel about those two dudes, man. Like, that's just – they're they're two of the greatest all time for me. They're two of the most fun to watch. And, you know, yeah. so uh, – it's but it's hard to say a full card. Um, 
21, the one you just said. 21 was just a, a good card in general, but I got two favorite matches not part of that uh, okay. WrestleMania 21. Uh, my two favorite matches will be WrestleMania 13, Stone Cold against uh, Bret the Hitman Hart. Okay. Probably one of the best storytelling matches ever seen. You know, Stone Cold going in as yeah. heel, but he came out as face. Yeah. Same thing was Brett. He came in as face, came out as heel. Heel, yeah. That I was like, I couldn't believe that. And then WrestleMania 18, Icon versus Icon. Yeah. Like, no title was on the line, but, man, you just felt that match, man. Just, you know, the when the first 30 seconds, the crowd was yeah. just panning, and, every, and they just taking it in. Hulk is looking at the crowd. Rock is looking at the crowd too. They both tanking it in, and 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 Hulk was supposed to be. Well, he started his heel. He was a heel. He was a heel. But he came out of face. Yep, yep, yeah. And I don't know if they had had planned for that or what, because even the NWO kind of turned on him after the matchup was over. And yeah, I just uh, it, it was such an amazing moment. It's crazy too because. So the the one part about that after the fact that I do kind of feel that there was a missed opportunity is that Stone Cold and Hogan never had a matchup. Yeah. And that's part of the reason, that's part of Stone Cold's one gripe at that time uh, with WWE because he ended up fighting uh, Scott Hall, right? Yeah. Whereas Rock got Hogan. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that same uh, card. That same card, which it's like, Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan had been compared to each other for, you know, ages. You know, there was the the golden era with Hulk Hogan. And then there was the attitude era, which arguably Stone Cold was the top star for that yes. era. Um, as big of a rock fan as I am, I'm giving that nod to Stone Cold. Now, he, Stone Cold, man, all yeah, the way. He 100%, he was the leader of that of that era. Um, so for Hulk Hogan to be there and then not to get that match against, um, or then for Stone Cold not to get that match against Hulk Hogan, um, it it is kind of weird looking at it after the fact when it was happening, I was, I was real, because again, being a rock fan, I'm like, oh man, you know, like two of my favorite wrestlers, like Hulk Hogan, you know, he, like, he just had that vibe to him. Like you, you want to, you know, see him against one of the, the current guys, right? So this is a great thing, you know, and, and Hulk Hogan at that time, you know, he was he was a fun guy to watch. It was whatever. Um, and Rock, you know, is, is, is my dude, man. Like, that's period my favorite wrestler all time, hands down, you know. And so it was great. But it's now looking at it and and just like the, you know, I've seen a couple of I've read a couple of things. I've, I've seen some some documentaries and specials that that have kind of mentioned you know, that situation and like kind of Stone Cold being a little disgruntled about that. And yep. I can't disagree with them. Like if going back, if you could redo it, I, I'd have given it to Stone Cold, you know, and you could have the rock go against, you know, Hogan. but it's amazing because the moment we had was so special, but yeah, it just seemed like it, it would have been more right to have it be Stone Cold versus, versus uh, Hulk Hogan, the leader of the two, biggest eras at that time face to face um and they just went another direction so you know that's kind yeah. of an interesting one but um that but it moment like the fans didn't disagree with that decision to go even though the rock was 
going against Hulk Hogan. It seemed like fans was going with it. Well, here's the thing, though. The fans were really behind Hogan. They were not with The Rock. The moment itself was, like, amazing. But as that match went on, like you said, Hogan became a face. Every time and, – and if you think about the buildup, it's kind of interesting because they were were beating up The Rock throughout that entire build towards that matchup. Like, yeah. clearly the NWO were heels going into that WrestleMania. That's right. And they went even so far as to run, like, a, a, a Mack truck into the vehicle, the ambulance or something that The Rock was in the back of. To try, I mean, it was like, are they trying to kill The Rock? Like, what is going on? So to, to go from that to, I mean, the, the fans just take care. They just were like, you know, this is Hulk Hogan, man. We haven't seen him in years. Like, he's, he was in WCW. He's been gone from the WWE slash WWF for so long. And now, you know, he's he's back. Um, I think the fans just really – I, I remember seeing it and being like, man, the fans just turned on The Rock. That was like my first, like, experience with – uh, a baby face having the fans turn completely on him, you yeah. know, and, and it, it was just, it was just jarring, you know, for me at that time. But I hear what you're saying in terms of when you watch it, like if you go on the network and you kind of just like see that clip on its own, with like the two of them kind of looking at the crowd and, and like just kind of taking in that moment. It's just a real special moment that the fans understood that something major was happening at that time. Uh, just my memory of it was like, they turned on The Rock. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, they turned on The Rock. And, again, there's that extra layer, too, of like... But that's oh, when his Hollywood rock ego was pretty much started after that, though. Well, it was it was still some time after that because yeah. the, the Rock, once he left for Hollywood and came back, then yes, then it was it was more uh, Hollywood rock that would happen. But but then he hadn't made the jump completely yet, and so it was still like rock was was there every week. You know he was showing up all the time. Um, they hadn't yet because there was a there was a match that actually took rock out for a while. I think it was, uh, it was later on. I forget some kind of cage match that had happened and rock had gotten you know quote unquote destroyed and he was gone for months and then he came back, but. Um, you know, with, with, uh, with, with, with this, like you bringing that up, it just brings up all these other memories of, of that time. And like, just all these different storylines, it, it was such a, such a epic, epic thing. And there's so many stories to it. And it is, it's an interesting one to look at. And I don't disagree that it's one of the most, I mean, you know, iconic moments for the, the icon versus icon matchup. Yeah. It's it, it just, it's a great visual, man. And like, every time you get those dueling chants of like, you know, two two top dog wrestlers like uh, you know when John Cena and AJ Styles met for the first time, oh, you know, man, something like that. I remember that? That was crazy. You know, like that. I I think back to Rock Hogan also because like that also I think was one of the first times where the a crowd just went absolutely insane to that level yeah. for a matchup that you could feel was a dream match. Like that was, that was my first experience with something like that. So it definitely holds. Yeah. A special same play, here, man. Special that, place that in, like, in my mind. Like a big match like that. That was like my first one. Yeah. And just to see that and see the crowd just go nuts because they're just witnessing something special here. Yeah. And I'm seeing something special here too. Yeah. You had like the old guard against the new guard, you know, 
and basically just passing the torch. I think that was just a, a good a good visual story right there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's been there's been some great memories with WrestleMania, man. And it's just, you know, we we've been kind of up and down on this uh current WrestleMania card, you know, and, yeah. and it's it's um I think part of it too is because of memories we're talking about. Like you remember stuff like that. You remember some great moments in WrestleMania history, and then you think about this one, and it's like there's I mean, for one, like you said, there were less matches, you know, there weren't this many matches, and they were just so the just just the feeling that you had like i just used to really look forward to wrestlemania and with this one it feels like this this the the this is one of the more subdued builds to wrestlemania that i've ever experienced um at least from a again from a because they didn't really start this build until like at least a, m- a, m- a month, month ago yeah yeah like really like right, it, it didn't really get, kick into gear until pretty much after fast lane right and even like, then like, yeah, like some of the matches weren't even they were still kind of coming together like exactly, like kofi yeah. really hadn't even been set as being in this wwe championship uh matchup until last week you know yeah. so like it's been a week about it's been building up for a while and we all kind of saw it coming but they didn't make it official and give them a, an actual time you know a lot of time to properly you know, do the back and forth between Daniel and and Kofi. It's been more of Kofi. You don't deserve to be here, and that's been the build up there with Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte. There's been a whole lot of shenanigans going on. Um, you know, Brock Lesnar hasn't been there. You know, like there's there's just been there's been some letdown for sure with with all of them, and you know it, it's unfortunate. But you know, it's it's I, I I'm gonna see it. I'm I'm excited for for seeing the first ever women's main event. I'm excited to see Kofi Kingston come away with a WWE championship. It just is crazy that, you know, he's 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 this is actually yeah. happening. I I had written off that he would ever be WWE champion. And every Royal Rumble, I'm always secretly like wishing that he would just win it cuz he always has those near like uh, you know, eliminations. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, man, one year it would be great if he just won the Royal Rumble and actually it pulled that off like yeah that would just be amazing but yeah he's here man he's doing it and that's awesome you know and then um yeah with with it with seth rollins i'm happy for seth but it's more about getting that damn universal championship <laughs> back that's why i want it man so yeah um like I, just just bring it back home man we, yeah. we don't need it on vacation exactly three months yeah but this this wrestlemania this card is it's definitely a, a roller coaster ride, but I think they can learn from their past and and dial it back and say, "Man, less is more." Seriously, like like just prime prime example when we was discussing and breaking down the five matches for Takeover, you heard the excitement every match. We was breaking it down. Yeah, we were real excited. Oh my god, I, I, I cannot matches. wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, it, we we it literally in this portion we we broke down seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and you know what? Like, I, even breaking down these matches, like I, I I feel somewhat like exhausted even from talking about just talking about seventeen yeah. matches, let alone watching seventeen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. Like we literally just talked about seventeen matches, and I, I'm. I can feel it. I can feel it. Like, okay, we 
we're there. We're we're at the finish line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I, I feel a relief. Like we got through all of the matches. You know, and now I'm feeling like all right, we're we're, we're having these casual conversations now about WrestleMania as a pass, and that's fun. You know, but man, like imagine now going seven and a plus hours of this just it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Yes. Less is more. Just just next year, please just build up a handful of matches and and just go all in with those matches and and keep it to that and that's it not yes. everything not has to be a wrestlemania because that makes it more special then you could say yeah those wrestlemania matches those were the top matches these are the must see matches everything else yeah it is what it is but you know th- this is just from a fan perspective it's, it's hard to just stay awake and alert for for 17 potential matches yeah that that's rough man that's rough and that and what i'm afraid of too is that the the main matches that people really want to see at that point people if they're just worn out then the reaction won't even be that great you know what i'm saying like like are are people going to be somewhat quiet during some of these matches towards the end like kofi versus daniel bryan yeah, because uh, you know, remember I was talking about that a couple of weeks ago because I'm like, is is the main event is the a true main event anymore? Because yeah, it, it's so long, and by the time you get to the main event, I'm I'm exhausted now. Yeah, yeah. The 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 crowd is tired. Yeah, that's legit. That's legit. You know, I I, I part of me you know wants to say like for for smaller pay per views. You know, like um, I forget which pay-per-view it was where Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles um, had their championship matchup and people weren't really tuned out. And you mentioned that you were tired during that. Oh, yeah. And and me, like yeah. I, I voiced some frustration around like, but that's the match that we really like. That was that's a dream matchup, you know, and they wrestled a good match. And I like I get it. I hear that it's it's there was that fatigue, but I was still frustrated. Like, man, I wish that crowd would have just been more more into it you know and just like just just find some other master get checked out on but be invested in, <laughs> in this one because this is the one we want and if we're into this then vince will say hey they like this let's give them more of this so you know but in this situation i mean there's no argument seven and a half hours is a long time yeah it is it's hard to really expect people to be engaged for that long man so yeah um, and then you and like you said you're gonna have Alexa Bliss in between. You're gonna oh, have yeah. Elias. So no, those are all. Those are bathroom breaks now. Those are bathroom breaks. Those are definitely bathroom breaks just, for it's sure. Just gonna be a lot going on, man. Yeah. Oh man. But uh, yeah, man, it, it, it's happening. It's happening this Sunday. Um, I'm gonna see it. We'll we'll, we'll see. Um, it'll be interesting to do the the uh, aftermath uh, show and just to get like how we we dealt with. The seven and a half hours, like that alone, would be kind of interesting <laughs> to talk about. Like what strategies we, you know, oh, went through man. to stay engaged for the whole thing. Where yeah. did you take naps and all that? Like we'll have to definitely talk <laughs> about that aspect of of the viewing as well. But, oh, I'll definitely get my point of view. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be great. But yeah, we we are there. We're at the end of the prediction show for WrestleMania. It's coming live this Sunday. Um, hyped up to see it all seven and a half hours. We're, we're going to oh, see it. Oh, man. And seven we'll be- and a half hours of wrestling. <laughs> and we're going to be right back here next week to give you the recap. 
as well as talk about the aftermaths on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, uh, aftermath the takeover as well. So that's going to do it for us this week. Again, I'm Hafiz, again, uh, for Devin. Thank you for listening in and tuning in. We will see you again next week. And that's it. That's a wrap. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.